Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's talk about sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and John Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep. Any personal sleep story you want to tell that relates, hit us in the DMs on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, One of sleep's biggest problems, temperature. Tough to get a good sleep if you're too hot. I want to tell you about the Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by lead sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you have the bed cool, your partner likes the bed warm. Now you can have both at the same time. In a crazy comfortable bed, sleep longer and deeper so you wake up refreshed and ready to take on the world. Try Pod for 100 nights, and if you don't love it, we'll send you a refund for your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out their first two batches, and they're going fast. Again, it's Christmas time. For a limited time, get $150 off your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com. That's capital E-I-G-H-T-S-L-E-E-P dot com slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Believe in GCU, presented by the Believe Podcast Network. Episode 12, we are signing, we are stealing, we are delivering episode, the big one-two, here via satellite, Kyle Borg, hailing out of Frederick, Maryland, Jack O'Hara, Hailing out of Long Valley, New Jersey, via satellite. We're on Christmas break. Finals week is over. We're getting ready for spring semester. Black play starting in January. Star Wars comes out today. It is my birthday. It is a very special episode here in Believe in GCU. Kyle, how are we doing uh, hailing out of Frederick, uh, Maryland right now? Is it snowing? Can we confirm that it's snowing? It is not snowing. It is The sun is out. There is green-ish grass to be found. It's a little cold. It's in the 30s the other day, but it wasn't a lot. 30 degrees, rookie. It's 19 degrees here. (laughs) You want to talk about GCU men's and women's basketball? A win on the women's side. Basketball on the men's side continues to struggle just a tad. Two more losses. After a a rough home trip, they had uh, Liberty. They lost by nine, and then they uh, lost, of course, in the GCU um, Jerry Colangelo Classic. I think I'm talking about the same game there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Northern Iowa on Thursday. I forgot about that one. Yep, Northern Iowa on the 12th. And then as I look at the schedule here, a tough 20-point loss in Albuquerque against New Mexico. So you got the stats up. Talk to me about those two games. All right. Well, we'll start with Northern Iowa because I believe we've already talked about the Liberty game. So Northern Iowa, not the best performance by a GCU team in the GCU arena in recent years. I mean, Northern Iowa, they did just come off a win on the road at the 24th best team in the country in Colorado, and they handled Colorado pretty easily. They are 10-1 and after that win against the Lopes. So Northern Iowa, not a bad game from them. A.J. Green had 25 last year at home, an 11-point loss to the Lopes. He had 29 points, so the Lopes... Did better this year, held him to four less points, so they'll take that win. He did hit a couple of deep threes, uh, hit one from the logo 
at one point in the first half. He went four of seven from deep. They had four guys in double figures. It was their next uh, leading scorer had 18, 13, and then 12. So they had a pretty good game all around there. They had they out rebounded the Lopes by 21 as a 43 to 21 rebounding margin. And for the Lopes, Jenkins off the bench, 15 points and. The Lopes went scoreless for the first five minutes of that game before Jenkins finally came in the game and hit back-to-back little hook shots there in the post. So the Lopes really, really struggled on Thursday against Northern Iowa, and then Blackshear had 12 points, Brown had 10, Alessandro only had 9, Carlos had 5, Bryce had 1, and yes, that 1 came off a free throw. And then the bench, Bungai had 3, you don't hear that name very often. And uh, J.J. Rimes also had three off the bench. So the Lopes just really struggled. Four of 24 from deep, 23 of 62 from the field. They shot the ball at the free throw line well, 8 of 11, so not bad there. But just really, really struggled to find anything against Northern Iowa. Obviously, throughout the season, we've been struggling in every aspect of the game, offensively, defensively. There's a lot of games that you went into this season thinking we probably should have won those games, end up not winning. You could talk about, of course, the the Davenports of the world on opening night. Uh, But Northern Iowa, New Mexico, were these games that you would have expected to win or these tough matchups going forward regardless? Because, what, 25-point loss to Northern Iowa, 20-point loss to New Mexico. I feel like they should at least be competing in these games. Well, when when they scheduled these games, you know, and Dan Marley talked about it in his press conference after they lost to New Mexico on uh, Tuesday night. He talked about the scheduling, and because Michael Potter on the radio, he asked him about, you know, scheduling these games, and... Dan basically said, you know, I don't care who we're playing. We're GCU. We should be in these games. And they should be, you know, against these mid-major opponents. They should be in these games, and they expect to be in these games. And at least, you know, you might lose. You know, you lose to Illinois, but you're in that game. You go on the road to San Diego State. Maybe you find a way to win that one. Maybe you don't, but you're not losing by 25. And, you know, of course, they still they don't have their full roster yet. And that's another thing, and they're only playing seven guys. And that doesn't always help, and when then when people get in foul trouble and the fact that we can't shoot threes at a high percentage like we've been able to in the past. But no, you don't expect a 25-point loss to Northern Iowa after going on the road last year and beating a good Northern Iowa team by 11. You don't expect that kind of a turnaround. And then going into New Mexico, that's just a, that play, that, the historic pit, if you will, what they call it there, set of the nineteen eighty three national championship game. Shout out to NC State and Jim Valvano there. Shout out. Gonna get that one in there. It is V Week, so you know, might as well get that plug in. But going to New Mexico, very tough place to play. Very good New Mexico team. They are now eleven and two on their uh, record. So and the Lopes dropped to four and nine after that one. But you would think they seeing this box score, you know, the Lopes four starters in double figures. Carlos Johnson had 23. Alessandro had 18 and 11. He had a double-double. He shot 9 of 10 from the field. So, you know, he went 90%. Didn't hit a 3. Didn't hit a free throw. But still, very good game from him. Javon Blackshear Jr., 12 points. And Mikey Dixon in his debut, 10 points. He shot 3 of 14 overall. But 
you know, you look at it, you know, he hasn't played for a year. So I think scoring 10 points in your debut, not a bad debut for Mikey Dixon, considering he played 37 minutes and that was his first game as a lope. So, you know, they're integrating him back into the lineup. So hopefully, you know, as the progresses, they get Eastern Illinois Saturday and then Bakersfield on the fourth, they have to go to Bakersfield for the first whack game. And hopefully by then Mikey Dixon is back in the flow you know, he's been practicing with the team for a year, but that's different than being on the floor and playing. And we got whack play again, like you mentioned. We got Bakersfield on the road. That's January 4th on ESPN3. We have Eastern Illinois on Saturday, the 21st. What, what's the, uh, you know, any inside stuff on some of our ineligibles heading into the second half of the year? I do not. I have nothing to say about that. I have no clue whatsoever what's going to happen. Wait and find out, and we'll see Saturday if uh, we have our full squad back or not. So that's men's basketball, not looking too bright at the moment, which is unfortunate. But again, WAC play does start in January. Hopefully they can turn it around. We saw women's basketball go on the road. They had a really rough road trip after getting off to a really hot start at home. Uh, They had Portland State and Portland both losing those games by 20-plus before coming back home on Monday. They actually picked up a win against... UNLV, 53-51. We weren't there for that one, but man, I feel like I wish I was there on the call for that one. It seemed like an exciting game. It was. I caught the final. I caught, uh, I, I tuned in about halfway through the first quarter. So I watched pretty much the whole game, but that road trip to Portland, that was just a rough road trip for them. I mean, Portland, Portland State, good teams all the way around. All credit to them, but, you know, the Lopes, they got it back. They're back to their winning ways. They'll have a game uh, tonight, actually. They have one. They play uh, UC Santa Barbara, but against in that two-point win against uh, UNLV, when I turned it on about five minutes into the first quarter, it was fourteen to three, and then the Lopes got it back to fourteen to nine at the end of that quarter, and then they were down by four at the half, and then they just turned it on in the second half and were able to really put UNLV away. They had three play- or two players in double figures, so Holland 18 points, six rebounds, four assists, four steals. No surprise on that stat line from Jada Holland whatsoever. Hit, hit a couple of threes as well. The table- 11 points, 11 points, three rebounds, four for nine from the field. Just another day at the office for Tavia Rowell. Rebounds and six points and three blocks. So Deja Daniel pretty much doing what Deja Daniel does. And then Carla Balagay and Laura Piero, kind of even stats. Balagay with eight points, uh, Laura Piero with seven points. She shot two for four from the field. Same with Balagay. Uh, nine rebounds from Carla Balagay. So that's good stuff to see. I don't know how the defense fared against UNLV. It was a two-point game towards the end there. The defense looked, after that, about the first five minutes to the first half, they, they picked it up. They got better. The defense looked like it should look pretty much, you know. They got stops when they needed to get stops. They didn't get out-rebounded, I believe. Yeah, we out-rebounded them 41-28, to 28, so no problem on the glass for the Lopes on this one. And then, you know, Carla Balagay's eight points. I Disclaimer, they all came in the fourth quarter, and she had a little six-point stretch of her own that gave the Lopes the two-point lead. So the Lopes were down four, and Balagay rattled off six points in a row, and the Lopes won by two. UNLV did get a good look off at the end, though. With They had the ball with about five seconds left and got a good look. 
just couldn't convert on it. So Lopes do a good job on the last possession to play some defense, get the rebound, secure the win, and hopefully they can uh, show the same thing on or tonight against uh, Santa Barbara. And we always mention how they're the second youngest team in women's college basketball today. Everybody played a decent amount of minutes here, 25-plus. I mean, towards the end, you see Tiana Brown only playing four minutes. I didn't really get too many moments to shine there. I told you about my call before we uh, went on and started recording here. Three-point shot, Tiana Brown, downtown. Tiana Brown, Lopes lead by three. What do you think? Sure. Thanks. So we talked a little bit about men's and women's basketball. It's a big day. Like we mentioned, Star Wars comes out today. Uh, we got uh, men's volleyball right around the corner, baseball right around the corner, only two months away from baseball as well. I think we're just under the two-month period for baseball. They play Oklahoma State on opening night, February 14th. Same night men's volleyball plays BYU in the arena on February 14th. So that's a big day. You got three big things. You got volleyball, you got Valentine's Day, you got baseball. But before we talk about anything else now, Kyle, I want to talk to you about my bookie. My bookie promotional talking points. It's an exciting time of year for sports. Sophomore sensation Lamar Jackson is redefining what it means to be a dual threat quarterback. Odds on Jackson to win the MVP race were at 50 to 1 to begin the season and have plummeted since, making my bookie's prop selection more attractive than ever. Then on the 14th, we had one of the most stacked UFC cards in a long time. Three championship fights, all highly anticipated right in the betting capital of the world in Las Vegas, Nevada. And without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on the action, and we have the best place for you to go, my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try to parlay. For instance, if you have a couple of the of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple times together for a much bigger payout. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the players than any other sports book around. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to winning $1,000. That's right, $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000 right now, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV, that's capital BLV, to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code is BLV, capital BLV, to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, get paid, my bookie. With that being said, it's Star Wars Day, Kyle. The rise of Skywalker. It's December 19th. You say it doesn't come out till tomorrow out in Frederick, Maryland. I don't, know what, I don't know what the people who are hailing out of Frederick are doing today. Technically, the premiere is tomorrow. Half of the world is going to go see it tonight. Well, I will be one of those people seeing it tonight. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, today is my birthday. They're opening up a special, a special theater for me here. They're limoing me to the to to the Sinopolis Cinema to go see The Rise of Skywalker. Is this the culmination of Star Wars, or is this uh, kind of one of those episodes that's kind of in the middle? So this is like the final episode. This isn't one that, this isn't a sequel to anything. This isn't four, five, six, and then went back and went one, two, three, and then we had seven and eight. And now this will officially wrap up the saga. Now, I'm sure there will be other Star Wars movies, but they will not technically be related to the saga. It'll be like solo. I think that they'll make other Star Wars movies, but I think they'll correlate more from inside the stories as opposed to, like, this is the last episode of the saga. Like, there's nothing beyond this point. Like, let's say they made an... Like, I could see them making an episode like The Rise of Luke Skywalker in between, like, episodes three and four. Like, Luke Skywalker as a little kid being raised by 
a young Ewan McGregor and Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's what I originally thought this plot was, but I think it's more about Luke Skywalker's daughter. We don't know that she's his daughter. Then who is she? She's got to be related I mean, to him. For sure his daughter. Just, we just don't know that for a fact. And I think they said that Obi-Wan Kenobi's making a surprise appearance in this movie. Ewan McGregor's in it. The ghost? Yes. I'm in. The ghost, or maybe he just comes back, you know? Maybe there was, like, this special potion, and they just brought him back. He didn't technically die. You never actually—he just disappeared. That is true. It was literally one slash from Darth Vader, and he was poof, gone, out of his robe. You know, could be interesting. So the final episode in the sack will officially close the book on the nine episodes. What was the last episode? Was the last episode the one with all the little Yodas that have turned into, like, the biggest meme of 2019? It's the Mandalorian. That's the Mandalorian. That's not a part of the saga? No. He's shaking his head right now. I've only seen the original six. But have you seen seven and eight? No, I, I said, like, the original. So four, five, and six, one, two, and three. The last Star Wars movie that I saw was Revenge of... What was it? Revenge of the Sith? Was that number three? I did not see seven and eight. Because I don't know. Like ever since Disney took over, I just feel like George Lucas isn't the the, uh, the head genius behind those movies. You can't watch nine without seeing seven and eight. Well, I'm gonna do it. All right, I'm gonna get the Cliff Notes and I'm gonna see it. You disappoint me. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Well, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna enjoy it, and then I'm gonna watch seven and eight. Just to go back and be like, that didn't make sense. Let's go watch 7 and 8. The real question. How would you show them to your children? In what order? Ooh, that's interesting. I don't know. If I showed them, like, the first trilogy, I think I'd have to show them. If, if <sighs> Obviously, 4, 5, and 6 are the originals. 1 through 9, or would you go in order that they were made? I'd probably go 1 through 9, just so the story makes sense. Good answer. Okay, good. Well... I was showing them four, five, six, and then one, two, three. Episode one came out in nineteen ninety nine, so of course you saw four, five, six first. Yeah, but still, like I was, I was shown four. Like four was the original Star Wars, and then the five was the, the sequel, and then six, obviously, the culmination. Of one came out the year we were born. Right. And then two and three. I remember. I remember when three came out. Yeah, th- yeah, we were like second grade when that came out, first yeah. or second grade. But if you had the choice, that's what I'm saying, is if, since they're all going to be out, how would you watch them? Yeah, de- definitely one through nine. Just because the, the story makes sense that way. Exactly. And you can and you insert uh, all of the other ones in between the episodes that they go in between. Like Rogue One in between three and four. Because at the end of Rogue One, it goes into the start of episode. Yeah, you're kind of right. I know I am. Yeah. Uh, we, we actually had this discussion on, on the broadcast once. It was a soccer game earlier this year, and you're like, have you seen the new Star Wars? I'm like, oh, I've only seen the original six. You're like, really now? And our, and our director was just like, all right, wrap it up, guys. Do not talk about Star Wars during the game. That could have gone all kinds of wrong. Well, that's why we have this platform here. By the way, we, we have a special Lope 60 coming this way, and I'm actually recording this Skype call right now. You want to do an intro to Lope 60? Let's do it. One, two, Oh, man, he, he literally rolled out of bed out of the picture. Come on, coward. He doesn't have his makeup on yet. Makeup lady's got to show up. She, she's flying in from Phoenix to Frederick, Maryland tonight, just so he's ready. So you want to talk about men's volleyball? One day's away. I'm very, very excited about that. It'll be a good season, I think, getting 11 returners, four new ones, four new players, and We'll see where Christian Janky and uh, David Kashil left off, see if they can pick it right back up. I mean, we could only recap the schedule so many times, so I'll just say this. 
Last year, very exciting, mainly all freshmen. You didn't really know what you were going to get, and they contended well with a lot of elite teams, a lot of nationally ranked teams they contended with last year. Big win, you were on the call. For the BYU game, that was in the Lopes Gymnasium. Uh, I know you did the highlight package for us at work, and you probably put in all of your calls. No, I was pretty even. Really? How many of my calls are in there, Kyle? I don't I didn't count. I did more volleyball than you did. That's not my fault. That's fair. More of a baseball guy anyway. Baseball starts Oklahoma State, February 14th. Arizona State on the 21st. We can confirm that one of us will be on that call with Michael Potter, most likely. And then we also have uh, ASU versus softball. Forget that date, but that's coming this year. That's the 14th. April 14th, April the 21st, so back-to-back weeks. It'll be interesting. We will be signing, sealing, and delivering those two games from you live at GCU TV or live inside the GCU Softball Stadium or live inside Brazzle Field at GCU Ballpark. April 14th, April 21st, be there or be square. Lopes up. Um, what was I going to talk about? You don't read my mind? I don't. There's not a whole lot going on. Very quiet. Well, that's why, that's because it's Christmas season. I just remembered. What is on your Lopes Christmas list this year? I have a ton of things on my list this year going into second semester about some potential guests that we might have on. You did that last week? No, but I actually have confirmed guests this week. I have I have gift-wrapped guests for the second semester, and I'm giving them to you right now oh, as, as your Christmas gifts. So I have four big names that I have confirmed for the second semester. Oh, it's so intense. In, in no particular order, but these are them. First one, right off the bat, GCU Sports Business President, El Presidente, Elijah Ferranda. We work with him. We're going to talk some sports biz here on Believe in GCU. Another one, a very exclusive email that I sent out. One very Michael Potter will be joining us at some point during baseball season, I presume, because that's the only time we're going to be able to talk to him. There's gift gift number three. This is actually one that we confirmed a long while back, part of GCU's uh, soccer ministry. Matthew Pierce, as well as Christian, going to be joining us on the show. That's right. Special shout-out to Matt. And the final one, arguably the biggest one, that I have confirmed for the podcast in the second semester. Potter is huge. That, that was a big get. Big fish. This one, I don't even know if you know who this is. You probably don't know who this is. Former Major League Baseball player. Uh, graduated from Grand Canyon University in 1993. Form, former third baseman of the New York Yankees, as well as the Arizona Diamondbacks. Not Tim Salmon, but I can reach out to him. I'm friends with Victor Rojas, who's also friends with him. We do got to get Stankowitz, but not him. Again, you're not going to know who he is, but he is a former big league player, former third baseman with the New York Yankees. Cody Ransom played for the Yankees between 2007 and 2008. You're shaking your head. That's a big guest. Big guest we hooked up through Believe. Those are our four confirmed guests. Who would be on your Christmas list to get on the second half, though, since those are the four confirmed? You got them all. Paul Cora. We got to get Paul Cora. That's, that's probably going to be my favorite guest. Just talk Lopes basketball, Lopes baseball, uh, senior writer for GCU. Barry Butel, you got to get Barry. Three-time NBA champion, Scott Williams. Love Scott, what a guy. See, you talked to Scott, and you didn't ask him to come on the show. No, I was being professional. That's, that's fair. That is very fair. What about off the clock, though, on your way out? He dipped. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. They all dip. They, they dip, but they don't clean up after themselves. They leave their Diet Cokes. They leave their game notes. It's a mess up there. Not true. Very true. Uh, who's another big... You talk about Andy Stankowitz, Dan Marley, of course, always welcome on the show. 
Matt Worley, Tim Nolan. We probably should have got him in the fall. We'll see if he's available in the spring. Yeah, I mean, he's got Chalk Talk, let's be honest. You, you can't do both shows. Oh, yeah, 24 regular season wins. Hold on, let me break out a list here that I made. Because I made a list. Always welcome, any time of the day, any time of the week. Davis as well. Ethan, Ethan Cisneros. Drew in the most. Uh, oh, dude, could you imagine the listens? We'd break believe.com. Barry Butel, Scott Williams, Andy Stankowitz, Elijah Fronda, Matt Pierce, Jordan Wilson, Dan Morley, Matt Worley, May Bryant. I think May Bryant would be an interesting person to talk to, freshman women's basketball player. Recorded her own album, her own rap album. That's something. I need to take a look at that. Caleb Blazer, I'd love to get his take on the laser from Blazer Call. Anybody on uh, men's volleyball, I feel like, would be uh, Ian McLean. We could talk about talk to David Kieschel or Kieschel or Kieschel. Is it Keyshell? That's what we're going So we could talk to him about his last name for like a solid half hour if we wanted to. Since like I think it was it was Kishiel, that's what our SID told us. And then Worley told us Keyshell, and then he told us Keyshell. Wow. He, he was just like, just think of it as a, a key, like a house key, and then like a seashell. Keyshell. Christian Jankey would be a good person to talk to. During baseball season, we got the Meckles machine, Cade Meckles. Got any ideas? No, you pretty much ran through them all. Not really. I talked about Johnny Weaver. Here, here's my baseball call for Johnny Weaver, a ballpark lever from Johnny Weaver. If you hate that call, just think of my call for Jordan Serbo. Oh, no. The gift of Serbo. Drink it in, man. Huh? I have no words. I know. You didn't say anything. I just want to hang up the phone. All right. Well, let's get to our last ad. It's STI. Holiday, and thank God I don't have to talk about that one. That one's on audio. But this was episode 12 of Believe in GCU. Kyle, you could have been a little bit nicer to me. It is my birthday. On my birthday. No respect. But we talked a little GCU men's basketball. Women's basketball picks up a win over UNLV. They're home tonight on the 19th inside GCU Arena. Stay tuned for that on GCU TV. You can catch out that game on YouTube as well as the WAC digital network a ton of more interviews coming for you second semester here on believe in gcu if you want to sponsor our show head to believe.com and remember to check out my bookie as well as eight sleep again that's capital e-i-g-h-t-s-l-e-e-p.com eight sleep remember to use the promo code blv that's capital blv for both my bookie and eight sleep from everybody here at believe in gcu I'm Jack O'Hara, alongside Kyle Bork, hailing out of Frederick, Maryland. Enjoy the rest of your holiday season. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and as always, go Lopes. And if I don't see a good afternoon, good evening, and good night, signed, sealed, and delivered. And that was Lope 60. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year... Why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com? Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress 
just their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business, too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.